Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. How about Jeff Bezos retiring from Amazon? Him and Elon Musk, they both battle it back and forth between who is the richest man in the world. They're multi-billionaires. So when someone is that rich, you think about they're going to walk away from work and retire and life is perfect. But being that much of a high earner, does that require more planning than your typical worker? It does, but don't be fooled. He is not retiring. He is repositioning. He is going to Blue Orion. What is that? So Tesla was Elon's first thing, right? Mm -hmm. And now what is he doing? SpaceX. Well, Blue Orion is the space side uh, for Jeff Bezos. And they are going nuts right now over here in Brevard County. And they are the front runner to have the moon landing system for sending guys back to the moon again and landing back on the moon. Right. So their design concept is kind of number one at the moment as far as what NASA probably is going to prefer. So I would say it's not retiring. It's just repositioning his focus. So he's trying to be right there and take Elon head to head with SpaceX. So this billionaire battle is going to continue. (laughs) Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It was pretty good timing for Mr. Bezos because... Amazon just reported the most money ever made in a quarter by any company, (laughs) right, was Amazon during the pandemic. So they had their best quarter earnings ever. And you would think the stock would have shot up 10, you know, 5, 10%, Mm -hmm. but it didn't because he's stepping down. So I think he was waiting for some good news so he could kind of sneak away and the stock kind of stay flat. So we'll see how the next, I forget who the name of the next CEO, but he's, he's involved and he has ownership, but nowhere near... Um, Mr. Bezos. Right. And and for somebody, how big of a team does it take to handle a Jeff Bezos financial portfolio? Like how much work is that when someone is worth that much money? It would take a lot of people because yeah. you're talking about a huge net worth. You're talking about lots of assets to manage for that person. So the more assets you have to manage, the more of a team it takes. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have the quite a team here because of the assets we manage, you know, with all of our our clients and we put them all together you know it, there's a lot of assets that we're managing today so for just bezos it would take a quite a good team one more thing is we're kind of talking about workplaces well the motley fool says that some workplace retirement plans are better than others so gentlemen if that's true is it always good to invest in the 401k that your company offers or is there sometimes a better way to go usually we start with the 401k your company currently has because mm-hmm. if if you receive a match that's free money, right? So it doesn't matter if you only have 10 choices or 20 choices in your 401k. If you're getting free money from your company, it's a raise, it's going in. You know, you've potentially doubled your investment every paycheck, right? Because you put 4% in, they match 4% or whatever the number is. So you can always find some funds in the plan that are good. Mm-hmm. However, we do see some good plans. We do see some bad plans. And, you know, one thing just to be cautious of is, you know, if you, are putting all your money into the 401k, right? You know, you need to be tax efficient with it and you need to make sure, hey, all my all my money's not going into this one mutual fund that could be really expensive when I could be doing a Roth outside or something else. So just, just know what your options are mm-hmm. and, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, don't buy 100% company stock, Q Enron, right? So <laughs> just, you know, just be careful what you're doing and, and you are correct. Not all 401ks are created equally. Yeah, and usually the reason we like the 401k market is 
we can dollar cost average and, and the people don't have to see the money first. This is money that comes right out of their paycheck so that they kind of don't see it. And then they get that beautiful match. And then usually, it, as an example, if you're taking a couple hundred dollars a month out of your paycheck because it comes out first before your federal taxes withheld, usually to do two hundred dollars, might only you might only feel one hundred and fifty of it. So you get a break on that. So it is a good way to start your your savings programs is mm-hmm. a good way to really hedge against that long term. And because every two weeks you're putting money in, when we go through these crazy times like COVID, your dollar cost averaging, you're buying through that whole dip phase. Um, you're able to put money in all the time. It really doesn't matter until you get to that retirement red zone, that last five years of retirement for the volatility. So you can take more risk. You can have kind of what we call a dual allocation where you have kind of some stable and safe money in the the total portfolio and then get really aggressive what comes out of your paycheck. There's all kinds of neat things we do with 401ks, but they can be a, a good, we kind of call it the backbone of most people's retirement plan. The most common fear is running out of money. Well, why don't people simply put their nest egg in an annuity? That would provide them with lifetime income, right? Well, Michael Kites, From the Journal of Financial Planning, he told Morningstar that there may be a psychological reason involved. The good news about buying something like a lifetime immediate annuity is you can't outlive the money. You eliminate the downside risk of outliving your money because the checks keep going as long as you got a heartbeat. The bad news, though, is it ain't ever getting better than this either, right? Like the challenge of, of annuitizing your wealth is you can't outlive it, but you can't improve upon it. Where you are right now, this is as good as it gets. I lock into that annuity. Uh, do I get that same amount? How does that work for the rest of my life? Sure. So that's one type of annuity. That is a single premium immediate annuity. What he's saying is if you give a lump sum to the insurance company, you've basically bought a pension. right? Well, as we know with pensions, pensions may not go to your spouse, depending how you choose. Pensions don't go to your kids, don't go to your grandkids. So we don't like those types of annuities. Mm-hmm. The annuities we like to use are fixed indexed annuities where you can have an income rider so you can get your lifetime income without annuitization. So annuitization is what happened in that clip you just played from Michael Kitsis is all the money's gone. The insurance has it. You get a check. It is what it is, right? If we use an income rider, you still get the lifetime income, but you have options. You have choices. You can determine when to turn that income on. And while it's on and going, you still have a lump sum available. So if you were to pass while you have taking income, your kids and grandkids, there's still money for them. So we don't like the immediate annuities. Uh, We use other different types of annuities to manage risk and to manage, you know, your your income in retirement. Yeah, where they're strong is they can fill gap for our clients that don't have a pension and they want to have a certain amount of their income coming in from retirement guaranteed, we can do that. And annuities are one of the few instruments you can do that with. Mm -hmm. We can know what the guaranteed payout structure is and we can know what those guaranteed rates are. And we know this is the worst case scenario. But like Luke was saying, we always are chasing the indexes. We're chasing the better returns so that hopefully as a person is drawing money, the guarantees don't have to apply. We're doing a whole lot better than what the guarantees are doing. So we want to see growth over time in those instruments. So we're always chasing a better yield and a better return, but we can fall back to those guaranteed rates because we know they're there when we know those rates will pay out no matter what happens with the market, no matter what happens with the economy. So when we use annuities here for clients at McPherson Financial Group, you know, this article saying, hey, why don't you put your nest egg into an annuity? We would never put your nest egg into one right. one investment, mm-hmm. one thing. 
we use annuities as a portion of your portfolio. So some of our clients still own stocks, still own bonds, may have some annuities, may have some convertible preferreds, you know, may have some private investments, may have some real estate, but annuities are a portion, not a nest egg. It doesn't solve everything. There's pros and cons. And we go over that, you know, we want to educate our clients into what they're getting into. Here's the pros, here's the cons, here's why we recommend it. We mentioned, uh, I don't know, last week about the Big Mac. It started at 45 cents back in 1968, but because of inflation, it's now going to cost about four bucks for that sandwich. So there was a survey by Alliance that said only about 24% of people say their financial advisor has talked to them about how inflation will infect their retirement. So is that something that you cover with your clients talking about inflation and how do you help them create that strategy that accounts for the rising cost of living? Yeah, no, inflation is a big deal. You've got to account for that. It surprises me that those numbers are that low. We talk to all of our clients before they become a client, you know, when they're coming in to meet us for the first time through our second and our third appointment with them, we're talking about inflation, the effects of it. We kind of give examples of inflation and how it impacts. And then we illustrate it throughout their portfolio over their full retirement to show them the cost of it. Because one of the things we have to factor is if somebody needs $50,000 a year today, most likely they're going to need $75,000 in about 15 years to still feel like 50 because everything has gone up in price. Trucks gone up in price, food's gone up in price, shampoo, everything at the grocery store, everything we buy has gone up in price. So we need to have that portfolio to be able to afford those price increases because if it can't, you may run out of money prior to retirement time or prior to you passing away and that means you have no money, you didn't make it through retirement, that's not good because of the cost of things going up. So healthcare costs, things along those lines are gonna be increasing. We always put that into our plans to make sure that they work. And one thing we have to do when we take more money out, we have to pay more tax. So we also have to calculate that. So our computer software does all that for us and we can make sure that those things are gonna work in a good market, a bad market, or a great market. So we wanna make sure that it's successful no matter what 25 or 30 years they may have to experience. And yeah, Mark, inflation is something we look at on a weekly, I mean, daily, weekly basis. That's my main concern right now with the stock market because when inflation rises, you know, the Federal Reserve comes out and raises interest rates. When you raise interest rates, you curb spending, you try to convince people to save to lower inflation. When that happens, that's when the stock market corrects. Look back to Q4 of 2018, that happened. And so we're watching that and you know you need to have a plan. So I mentioned earlier about you know having safe money. Well, your safe money needs to earn about 4%. If you're not making 4% on your safe money, you need a new plan. And we know you're not making that at the bank. I'm not making that at the bank. So if you are, call me. We'll, we'll start going to that bank. But your safe money needs to make about 4% because you need 2% to keep up with inflation. And you need about 2% of growth on the safe money. That sounds low. We shoot above that and we try to get more than 4 But that's just kind of the number of, hey, is my cash making 4%? Is my, you know, is this CD making 4%? You know, we have different avenues, different types of investments to get you there on the safe side. I think something that we don't realize is that cost of living in retirement also includes the medical cost. Art, Luke, we're living longer and we're not factoring in those medical needs are going to continue to be 
you know, rising as we live longer in retirement. Is that a mistake that we make? Yes, it is, because you have to factor that in because our medical needs are going to continue to get more expensive because there's a high probability as we age and as our society ages and we continue to live longer, it puts more pressure on the healthcare system, especially when you're talking about Medicare, Medicaid, because Medicare, you know, they have the thing called the donut hole and they can adjust how much, you know, our part B costs are. And they're doing that all the time. And every time the government makes a change, it's not for our benefit. It's for their benefit because they have to be able to afford to keep the system solvent. So if they make a change, it's reducing payouts, it's reducing co-pays, it's reducing benefits. So it never is in our favor. So we need to make sure we have other funds available to help offset some of those costs. Right. And diving into numbers, because I seem to be spewing a lot of numbers during this segment. <laughs> I said your safe money needs to earn about 4%. Well, the inflation in healthcare is 5.5%. Mm-hmm. So you need even more of a plan. So as we're thinking, okay, how do we reduce market risk, reduce market volatility, keep up with inflation, outpace inflation? Well, now how are we going to pay for healthcare? So your plan needs to, you know, incorporate that. And if it doesn't, you may need to look at a new advisor who can do that for you and say, hey, we have this piece of money going to healthcare costs. If you think you're going to self-insure and you have cash sitting there, you're losing five and a half percent every year because your self-insurance for health care is one of your highest risks of inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's health care and it's it's education. So those are the highest inflation components of our of our financial plans that we're creating. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art. 